Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, someone that's been there and done it all. He ain't young these days is our next guest, Baz the Boss, McCullum, and he's... Been good enough to join us this morning. He's on a wee break, but he's no doubt going to be ripping in some preparation. They take on the Black Caps shortly in a test series down under. Going to be located in the beautiful Queenstown district, and no doubt you'll be playing plenty of golf. Baz, how you doing? Morning, boys. Morning, Baz. How are we? <laughs> good, mate. We're very, very good this morning. We had Mark Chittico on earlier and talking about the Caracas sales. No doubt you'll be casting your eye over that, mate. Surely. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I spent the day out there yesterday, actually, and wandering around doing all those things that you do, making sure that you're uh, you're happy with what you're going to try and put your hand up for. But I'm just not going to have enough money, unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I'll do my best, but just, you know, 45% Are you, are you joking, Bez? 45% tax. It's un- it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> oh, don't start, mate. 45% tax, but you add the pounds, so you're pretty much doubling it straight back when you bring it home. <laughs> uh, it's good fun anyway. It was, it was a good day, actually, walking around, having a look. There's some beautiful New Zealand-boned horses up in, uh, up in Caracas. So hopefully uh, we'll see how we go. Um, Try and find a fast one up there, but it was a good day and, and look forward to a big sale for the, the team out there at Cracker and New Zealand Bloodstock. So were you strutting around with your, your head held high, your shoulders back, those big shoulders of you, yourself, and, and knowing that you're a Group 1 winner? Well, it does, it does give you a little pep in your step, doesn't it, <laughs> knowing that you, in the last 12 months you've been able to tick off one of the old, all-time goals of, in the horse racing game. The Group 1 win defibrillates when they're Boy, it was good. He's a he's a real chance again in the Herbie Dyke as well in a couple of weeks. So I don't want to get greedy, um, but imagine we're <laughs> two in a year. We're just waiting on a bit of luck, aren't we? Yeah, well done, Baz. And uh, how just just talk me through that one because we had a our, our girl was in there too, Cinerama. How close was that rain, mate? Were you were you looking at those clouds out there, Pukekoi, that day and going, please don't get here too early? Yeah, I think you would have caught the track anyway, wouldn't you, Kempi? I mean, it wasn't. It was never going to be as wet enough for Cinerama as what you were hoping for. But no, that's why I didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good day out at Pukekohe races, eh? It's yeah. a lovely, lovely racetrack as well. So it was. It was almost hammering it down. To be honest, it was just right there in the distance, and we were we were a bit lucky because Defibrillate definitely is. Um, well, the ground suited him a lot better than uh, than what it would have if it had absolutely hammered it down, but. Yeah, it was a good day out. I was pleased we were on course and we had a great day. And my neighbour is Graham Richardson, as we've already talked about on the show before. And 
um, he trains the horse, he bred the horse, and um, he's majority owned the horse as well, I think. And yeah, I was just stoked for him. He's building a house next door, so he needs all the cash he can get. So he had a good day out. <laughs> Yeah, good day out, mate. Good day out for yourself. Hey, look, obviously, big 2022 year. You took the helm for the English Test team, but you've been able to reflect over the last couple of months, mate. What have you been up to? Yeah, it's been pretty cool, actually, a real change of pace. Obviously, I was on, on air with you boys doing those 4 a.m. wake-up calls and, and clocking in at uh, 6 a.m. and all that, um, and then next thing you Sitting on the balcony at Lords, watching uh, watching the English boys do their thing. So it's been it's been quite an incredible um, transition, I guess, or, or pivot um, in in my career. And it's been something I've really enjoyed, to be honest. It's um, you know they've got so much talent, the England boys, and and they're just great lads too. Very similar to what the Kiwi boys are like, and they play the games for the right reasons. And you know when we've been able to unlock a little little bit of that talent and take away a little bit of that sort of fear of failure, um, which will always be there, but just try and suppress mm. it, I guess, to allow that talent to come out. Then the guys really have been able to perform well. And it's been a, a remarkable little period, and it's been nice to be able to reflect. I've been over in Aussie for a couple of weeks with uh, my wife's family and and just had a bit of downtime there and, and now getting set for what's going to be a, a pretty cool uh, test series against the, against the Kiwi boys here in, in New Zealand. And our boys arrive on Sunday. Um, which is going to be pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to not only sort of meeting up with them, but also sort of showing off a little bit of New Zealand to them as well and in a way they might not have seen before, hopefully taking some of the places that we all know and, and love about the country and, and make sure they have a good time as well as obviously trying to perform on the field. Yeah, so what does the next couple of weeks entail for the English Test side? You obviously got the Test matches, but it's more than that. I know the environment you create, um, Bears, so what is it? What are you up to for the next couple of weeks with the crew? Uh, so on Sunday, pick them up at the airport. Um, a few of us are going to head up to Tiara Links, um, try and have a little bash up there. Um, my brother's <laughs> hosting nice. us up there, which is going to be pretty Must good. Be nice. Ever, I think. So, and then uh, back to back to Auckland for the night, and then we fly down to Queenstown. But you know those planes, you can't get too much gear. So the Craig gear will stay in Auckland. We'll take the golf gear down, and um, and we'll we'll spend a bit of time um, just. I guess I, I know I'm sort of taking the piss a little bit, but about how much fun it is. But in a in a really interesting Gotta way, have fun, one, thing we, one thing we learned this year was that because of the split formats, um, there's a lot of uh, time where you're away from the environment and away from the group. Um, so one really important thing is to get the guys together a little bit earlier and get them um, just having a bit of fun early away from the the demands of the cricket so that you can get that banter flying again. The guys find the natural rhythm and flow of what the group's like. And, and then the messaging, when the messaging does come, um, there's, you've got a, a happy group of um, players and, and the, the, recep- the reception to those messages is a lot easier and, and a lot more succinct. So that's, uh, that's the idea. A little bit of golf down there and then we come up, we've got 11 training days or 11 cricket days leading into the first test, so we've got we've got plenty of uh, plenty of opportunity to work on the skills and that as well. But yeah, we'll just sort of balance a little bit of the fun with a bit of the uh, preparation stuff. Nice, Baz. Nice. Hey, uh, my knowledge on cricket is getting back up there, Baz. Um, like Izzy, I've enjoyed watching you through 2022, and 2023 is going to be a big year. Look, I did a bit of a reading, and it'd be good for the listeners to understand this. Your high-performance team over in England, um, and the introduction of the Kook- uh, Kookaburra ball. Um, 
you know, obviously you guys are using a different ball in England, and in county cricket they're introducing the ball that's used down here in Australia. Um, what what is the difference with that with introducing that up there, Baz? What's the is that so that when you when you have the Ashes, um, the Aussies, you're up against the the swing? Does it swing more, or what what happens with that ball? Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting point, Kempia. It's not something I've spent too much time sort of worrying about. Um, you know, I think if you can get yourself in a in a good sort of mental state and you're you're in a setup where you feel like you can express yourself, then the conditions kind of become a lot more playable, uh, and that includes the ball. Um, up in England, we uh, we use a Duke's ball, uh, which the lacquer on the outside of the ball sort of stays on it um, for a lot longer. So um, it sort of it swings a, a lot more. Um, it does. Uh, it, to be fair, it comes off the bat pretty hard as well. Um, probably a little bit harder for longer. So if you are able to negate that that initial swing, then um, then you can definitely make hay um, with the bat. But the Kookaburra ball, which is used across New Zealand and Australia, um, is just a slightly different type of uh, proposition. It's harder to to get them all moving when it's a little bit older. So I think the idea from from the the boys um, and, and girls up in uh, up in England is to try and just give access to uh, more county players who might look to be a part of the sort of Ashes uh, in a couple of years' time, the opportunity to just get more exposure to it. But I'm not too worried about it. I think, you know, in the end, you've got so many skilled players that who have played so much cricket that regardless of the ball, um, you, you find ways to be able to make it work for you or uh, or not. So, um, you know, even this test series against New Zealand, the first test is uh, a day-night test, so we've got a pink ball in that test so that takes just a couple of days to to sort of recalibrate but yeah for me it's more important that the guys are in the right frame of mind to be able to just adapt to whatever comes really well someone that's had a lack of cricket and will be keeping an eye on how that ball swings and how he's able to move it is Joffre Archer and he returns to international cricket against South Africa this week you keeping a close eye on Joffre yeah of course we are it is we've we've been watching him for a while too he obviously suffered a really um severe back uh, injury and he's gone through the process of having that repaired he actually came to New Zealand I think to uh, to get it fixed um, there's a, a great surgeon here who's, who's um, uh, he's worked on the likes of Shane Bond and I think Matt Henry and that as well so he's he's internationally renowned as, as the fix-it man for uh, for those fast bowling back injuries so look he's he's got some skills that not too many in the world possess um, and you know if he's fit and and up for uh, for the Ashes, then he's definitely going to be a huge weapon for us. But I saw the other day he clocked 150 in his first spell back. So there's not too many not too many players <laughs> around the world that possess those traits. And and uh, you know he's got match winning abilities, bowls wicket taking balls. Um, and he, he's a he's a really cool fella to to be around too. He's he's really uh, relaxed and and he just likes to enjoy himself. And he likes to bowl fast and take wickets, which is what you want from your fast bowlers. Well, you've got a talented pool there to choose from at the moment there, Bears. But someone that's lacking a wee bit of talent, I don't know if you've seen him uh, with the Vermeer bat opening the bat for Team Rugby. Um, um, little review from my performance in that game against Team Cricket, if you've seen it. Got one from well, well, nine, I think. It would be a little review because it didn't last long, but we'll, <laughs> as, a, as a fellow opening batsman, is, every now and then you get a good one. You can't do much about it. As, as a stroke maker such as yourself, you've got to have a memory like a sieve. The next time you just walk out to bat, you mark centre and you go again. 
And that's mm. you'll be right. Well, the thing is, it's a bit like life as a punter. If you give up, <laughs> you're always going to be behind. You... Correct. <laughs> you just got to keep getting up and going again. Is don't let them beat you. Don't let people <laughs> run you down. Don't like this is not defining of your. Of Did your I have lack of foot movement? Well, you might have had lack of footwork. You might have had a little bit of lack of focus as well, but that's okay. <laughs> These things happen. There will be a time, and you'll have your day out is, and you'll remember this moment. You'll look is... back on it, and you say, right, that was my defining moment in my career, and now I'm going to be the player that I've always wanted to be. Baz, be honest. Be honest. Was there a little bit of chat in team cricket when Izzy was walking out? Did you guys actually set him up to go fishing? <laughs> well, I, oh. I, I'd like to just make it pointed out that I've played two black clashes and I've been part of the uh, the team rugby on both occasions, of which we've won, by two, the way. So two wins. Come yeah, back, so Bez. I'm part of team team rugby more so than team cricket, I think. <laughs> oh, mate, you're an absolute champion. I think I had a lack of foot footwork and, uh, yeah, I just went out there with no intent, to be completely honest, and got... The worst thing about it is I got out to Kyle Mills and he was spraying me. I don't know if you said, but I was swinging at about three metres. Anyway, that's my excuse. Baz, be better appreciate you as... <laughs> I know, mate. Who opens the bat with the bowler that couldn't even bowl on one knee and is carrying about 10 kilos more? It doesn't work. <laughs> anyway, Baz, <laughs> we'll, we'll let you go, mate. You're a busy man and uh, we'll catch up soon, my friend. I'll keep in touch. I'd love to come down and uh, meet the English boys and get a little inside look at what's going on there. I can only imagine. Fun, fun, get the results. Love it. Cheers, brother. <laughs> All right, boys. See you, lads. There he is. Baz, the one and only McCullum. Great to chat to him. And Joffre Archer making a comeback. 150 kilometres in his first spell. Back injuries come down under and it's got it recovered. Awesome to chat to Baz. And, mate, I just every time you talk to him, there's nothing that shies away from the norm. He's the same with every approach, no matter what it is. He's got a really winning formula at the moment, Kempi, and uh, you can just see by the results. And everyone's just waiting for that team to slip up and just say, "I told you so," but he keeps proving the doubters wrong. Yeah, he's uh, he's obviously worked really hard on the culture in the yeah, and I'd mm. love to see the itinerary flying to Auckland. Um, drive up to Tiara, play a bit of golf. Like the, the itinerary will be around where they go on the golf course. I think they'll go from there to Cody Cliffs, then back down to the Wairapa. They'll probably play down there, then hit you in Christchurch on your way down to Queenstown. Um, and all that time spending behind the golf clubs, it's not about golf, is it? You know, it's about talking about cricket. It's about getting them getting them ready for the um, game. And best mate. When you listen to what the way that he talks, he's just even just mentioned about the ball. He's like, mate, I'll pick cricketers to go out there, no matter what what the what ball they're playing with, to go out there and get a job done. So, um, looking forward to that series, mate. It'd be a it'd be a boomer.